Welcome to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. I'm your host, Darren Long, and with me this week, Jeremy Wiseman, the Vice President of Guildhall Wealth Management. We have a lot to talk about in today's show. It is a show about physical gold, silver, and natural fancy-colored diamond ownership and the benefits of this ownership we're going to talk about throughout all of today's show. It's an exciting week, Jeremy. There's lots of ground to cover, and gold, again, above as we tape here on Thursday, the big $1,500 an ounce marker, which is in everybody's head, a very big level, a few more dollars, they say in the 1505 range, we close above there. And again, off to the races, potentially right to $1,900 an ounce. So we're going to talk about that. We've got a changing political environment in Canada, a few notes on what happens now that we have a minority government. We are going to find out what everybody is saying this week about gold and plug that in and a little bit about the news and change of economy as well as a starting point for us this week, Jeremy. We are huge advocates in discussing gold's performance in other currencies because it's something that we can relate to and understand better when we look at it in the broader sense. In fact, we brought with us today a report in part from In Gold We Trust. This is a crucial report, comes out on a quarterly basis. It's a very long 80-page report, which is given to all of the major centers that follow gold and want factual backing for why gold is doing what it's doing. And uh, it's put out, it's uh, by Incrementum, ingoldwetrust.report. And the first thing we want to talk about in this day's show is something that you've discussed at length, which is gold's performance in various currencies. And I believe we touched on this last week because it's it's creates an illusion of sorts only to consider gold in U.S. dollars, even though gold has to be priced in U.S. dollars because the U.S. dollar is the reserve currency of the world. But this report is pointing out that there are some huge changes happening as we move forward here in what is now perceived to be a new bull market for both gold and silver. So looking at this, we talked last week about these changes and how important it is, but we find out that with a move back to 1500 an ounce based on exchange rates against the U.S. dollar, that in fact three currencies this week have hit all-time highs priced in their own dollars in gold. Does that surprise you at all, Jeremy? No, it doesn't. I think that, I think you're right. What you're you're discussing, Darren, is this idea that gold is not at an all-time high in the U.S. dollar, and therefore, no big deal. Nothing 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 to look at over here. But once you start to look at other currencies, you realize, no, it's in all-time highs in other currencies. So, what you're, what the takeaway from that is that, for whatever reason, the U.S. dollar continues to have some sort of strength, um, you know, based on, on the past, based on that we still use the U.S. dollar, uh, whatever they're doing to keep the dollar high, that's not going to last forever. But we reached all-time highs in Canadian dollar, Australian dollar, and euro, and the average across all of these major currencies over the last 15 years since 2001 have gold's average 10%. 10%. A year. And who knows this? I mean, our listeners know it. They've heard our show, been listening for a while, some people for years. But the general mainstream has this impression, Jeremy, that gold is not 
the performing asset that these factual pieces of data show that in fact bankers will talk about it being a relic of sorts that it's not something you can live in or eat we've talked about this sometimes ad nausea and there is a significant amount of data proving otherwise that in fact gold has been a tremendous asset in fact so tremendous that we are now seeing major major holes open up in the arguments against gold and so we plan on being there to take advantage of this we want our clients to take advantage of this and people owning gold to be able to be in a position to protect and grow their wealth this week we also got from that same in gold we trust report a chart that actually shows uh, and it's a classic chart it, it shows the so-called world gold price which represents the gold price not in u.s dollars or euros per se, but in trade-weighted U.S. dollars. So all of the various currencies, the major currencies of the world, the basket of currencies, if you will, it shows where the price of gold is in those currencies versus where it is in U.S. dollars. Now, if we go back to 2011, gold actually approached parity against all the world currencies, meaning it was doing what it should be doing one-to-one, all the currencies Uh, really acting the way they should be, and that's what a chart should show. Gold is moving in the same direction as all the currencies altogether, or in opposite direction, if you will, because gold moves in opposite direction to the U.S. dollar. However, this chart, what it shows is that currently the world gold price should be around 1,995 U.S. dollars per ounce spot. And that is a very significant difference from where it is right now at 1,500, meaning buyers pay attention it's undervalued and it's going higher yeah so this chart that you're talking about we'll put it into our newsletter it's it's showing that gold the world gold price any in every other currency but us dollars is actually much much higher right now than that of the us dollar gold price and even though the movements all track the same there's this wide gap between the average price of gold in all these other currencies and the average price of gold right now. This goes back to what we just said earlier, which is just because gold's at $1,500 US does not mean that it is that much lower in your own currency. It's at all-time highs in, in Euro, Canadian dollar, Australian, and some 25 other currencies. That's crazy, but again, a sign of the times. you got to own gold. To do it, go over to guildhallwealth.com. That's our website. There you can find the e-store. Get yourself into a depository account if you feel like storing your product for ease of liquidity or for safety. And you can always find out more about our registered accounts, RSP, TFSAs. We will be having a seminar coming up very shortly. We'll announce the details on the website soon. And that's where you can put gold and silver into a registered account. Get some free gold while you're at it. The phone number, one eight seven seven eight silver When we come back, Jeremy, we're going to be talking about what's slowing and what's expanding or speeding up as it relates to the economy and its impact on gold and silver. That and much, much more. You are tuned in to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. The number for a free investor kit to get 
and own some gold or silver. To find out more about what we offer at Guildhall, one eight seven seven eight silver It is a free package. It's full of great information. You can have it in hard copy or email copy, and we're happy to send that out to you as soon as you need to have this information. So please get that information in there. But Jeremy, we were actually speaking in the first uh, part of today's show about the world gold price and how there has become a very elucidatory effect uh, against the U.S. dollar and most people, how they view only gold and silver in U.S. dollars because it's the reserve currency of the world, which, if they're looking at it right now, is $1,500. But if you're actually comparing it against what it's worth in your own home currency, specifically, let's focus on Canada for a second, it's a lot higher. In fact, this week, gold hit an all-time high in Canadian dollars. But it doesn't surprise me because a very small percentage of the public is actually plugged in to the gold stream, finding out more about what gold can do, how it can help protect your wealth. But there have been others in the industries that we've looked to and shared information of for a very long period of time. This week, in fact, you were just telling me you were reading something from Robert Kiyosaki. Yeah, he was on Bloomberg uh, this past week. And we all know Kiyosaki, rich dad, poor dad, author, and he was on Bloomberg this week. He does like real estate. Uh, he does like gold and silver very much. And he was talking about his concerns with the stock market. And I think what's great about uh, what he was talking about is I find it's very much mimicking what we hear day to day from our clients coming to Guildhall, which is that he feels stocks are at all-time highs. He questions whether or not people will hang on to their money. In other words, the stock market's gone very up for a very long time, people have made a lot of money, but it can be erased very quickly as we saw in 2008. And what he points to specifically is that the stock market has never been this high and it's floating on debt. He calls that fake money. And he does believe that there's gonna be a lot of people wiped out when the market comes down and he totally believes it is coming down. So he likes uh, gold. Um, he's always like gold. He thinks that uh, no one's getting rich by saving because, unfortunately, you know, look at the Fed. They're 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 expanding their balance sheet by hundreds of billions of dollars at this point, very very quickly. And so, what are these? What are the currencies worth? There's a reason why gold is high in all these other currencies besides the U.S. dollars, because the dollar, the Canadian dollar, is losing value consistently. So, what we hear from our clients, which again, Kiyosaki's talking about on Bloomberg, is this. Real estate's been really high for really long. Where's the correction? You've got the stock market really high for very long. Where's the correction? You see the slowdowns coming all around you. You know, we talk to people every day in different industries and, you know, we hear the recession talk and people are looking for safety, place to put their money where it's going to be safe. And the return can some sometimes be secondary, but of course they look at the the charts that we're talking about from the first segment, Darren, and they see that gold's average 9% a year in Canadian dollars. That beats inflation. If it just keeps up with that, great. Except that we now have, as you know, we've just broken out of our of consolidation period for that we had for several years. And everyone across the board says we're entering into bull market territory. So you're going to see big moves in the market up, big moves down. But in the in the overall scheme of things, 
you know, we're probably heading into double-digit year-over-year gains in gold. All right. Not only that, we're on the earnings season. So before we get into this further, let's shoot out the website, guildhallwealth.com, the number one eight seven seven eight silver Remember, we're still giving away free gold. If you want to put gold and silver into your registered account, an RSP, TFSA, Lira, RIF, LIF, help the kids out in our ESP, any of those accounts, we're happy to give you a gram of free gold for every 5,000 US you put into the account up to 10 grams. And we will do that time and time again for every new account that you open. Now that theme, Jeremy, stick with it for a minute because there's a bunch of things that can be unraveled in what you just said. Uh, The slowing and the expansion. Let's just divide the two for a moment. On the slowing side in the US, the world's largest economy, we have slowing retail sales. Okay. We have slowing industrial production. Two. Slowing durable good orders just came out today. Three. And home sales, the big one. Four. Slowing home sales always leads to falling prices. It has to follow one, has to follow the other. You you missed a couple things. Go on. Um, The the student debt crisis that's going to hit and all the defaults there. And something that even Kiyosaki was mentioning as well on Bloomberg, which is things like unfunded liabilities, pensions. Pensions are completely underfunded. So where where's the money coming from for that? Well, on the expansion side, let's take a look at that. Okay. What's expanding right now, and we'll talk about in the next section, is repo. Okay. How much money is being lent overnight to these companies, the countries, anybody that's part of these programs that's basically going unheard of? Right. Asset purchases. They're buying more bonds. The U.S. is spending more money on buying their own money, basically, is what they're doing. Got it. Rate cuts are expanding. Of course, around the world, we have a number of countries that are now engaged in lower interest rates. We're going to zero, baby. That's what the fight is. You just said student debt, rising student debt at a time in which we need rising uh, student value. We need people to have real jobs, careers, and pensions being underfunded. Again, big growing theme on the expansion side. When you compare the two, we are not in a position to say this is a successful economy, which we can foresee growing. So I think what we're talking about here is the debt expansion of the of the bubble. How long can they keep using the debt to continue this bubble going? We know the Fed does not have the bullets to fight a recession. So they're doing everything right now to stave off the recession, which should have everyone scared of what happens when the recession actually hits. All right, when we come back, strongest economy ever, Americans receive more in benefits than they pay in taxes. An article authored by Lance Roberts, realinvestmentadvice.com. We're gonna delve into that, came to us via Zero Hedge. And if you want some information on getting into the gold and silver market, now is the time, folks. This is a fantastic opportunity. Call the number, one eight seven seven eight silver You'd be happy you did. It's free, it will come out to you. And only if you want to move ahead will we have anybody contact you. But the f- information is free, so go ahead and get that information. Guildhallwealth.com, one eight seven seven eight silver You'd be happy you did. You're listening to The Real Money Show. We'll be right back with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Well, thank you for staying tuned. You are listening to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management, and welcome back. Our show this week, talking obviously about the things that we love, which is Physical gold, silver, natural fancy colored diamonds coming up in a moment is and always is about how to protect your wealth. Use the phone number to call and get a free package. It's one eight seven seven eight silver It's an easy number to remember. Or the website, guildhallwealth.com. Now, 
Jeremy, quick hits for what we're watching this week. This segment is all about that. Minority government in Canada, probably looking at somewhat looser fiscal uh, policy, which in a, a microcosm, that's pro-gold in Canada. Even though Canada doesn't play a big role in the gold market, our investors are Canadian. So looser fiscal policies mean larger federal deficits. And now the fact that the Liberals have to work with NDP, certainly doubt they're going to be walk, working with the Bloc Quebecois very often. They're going to have to give some consideration to those things. NDP, spenders. Liberals, spenders. They wanted to revamp all kinds of programs and spend much more. That's pro-gold. So when we're looking at economies of the world and seeing where ours is heading, well, we've been sheltered from a lot, but it is important to point out that some things are going to change significantly uh, and that looser fiscal policy, it's a theme that happens all over the world. We were one of the countries that was pointing towards having less fiscal uh, looseness but again it seems as though for the next foreseeable few years uh, there probably will be an election coming because everybody knows governments want majority Uh, so we're going to have that looser fiscal policy to accommodate the back and forth between political parties which which eventually leads to a lower dollar which is which is why it's good for gold of course absolutely interest rates more than likely not cut any further as spending increases because you cannot decrease interest rates when money is being spent out the door Um, Mm. it can happen but in in lesser countries yes they're the largest economy in the world also and and the largest two or three economies can do that and get away with it japan's done it for decades but unfortunately it's caused them to have no growth real growth organic growth so expect that to be an issue here in canada as well Uh, in addition to what we're watching this week with the change in the minority government there's the change in the ecb the the head of the european central bank um, mario draghi is stepping down after what is it almost a decade of leadership there never raised a rate never raised a rate couldn't raise a rate. He yeah. came in at a time in which it was impossible to do so. Yeah. And um, Draghi's going to be out as the ECB chief. And lo and behold, Christine Lagarde, who is currently head of the International Monetary Fund, the IMF, she's going to take his place. Here's what I think is going to be interesting about that. Because Mario Draghi was all about forward guidance. Mm-hmm. We're going to do whatever it takes to protect the European it. Union. First week in the job. He'd always say, we're going to do whatever it takes. Whatever it takes was use your big mouth. Yeah. Um, now, as head of the IMF, Christine Lagarde has been able to be very critical of central banks around the world and talk, talk uh, about you know, negative things that are happening in the economy because she was isolated from all that. Mm-hmm. Now, as head of ECB, she's now going to have to start uh, you know, chasing her tail, um, using things like forward guidance. So it'll be really interesting for me to watch the type of rhetoric she now has to use as head of the, e- head of the ECB versus the way she was at the IMF, because it, it's now a whole different ballgame. Well, in addition to all of this happening at the same time, the UK decides to add an extension to Brexit talks into January. And as of this morning, Boris Johnson calls a snap election for December the 12th. Now, that's a precarious position to be in because the longer they put off finalizing, is it Brexit? It is not Brexit. The more likely it is that they are going to lose ground in the overall European Union. 
whether they're in it or whether they're outside of it, their economy is going to have to figure out a way to make changes due to the outcome. Mm -hmm. And when they don't have an outcome, it's just hovering. Nobody knows what to do. So again, their organic economic numbers are starting to falter also, which puts big weight on that country. So expect to see more buying gold and silver there, which we are seeing. ETF buying in in Britain, by the way, is up to its highest year over year since 2010. Because gold loves uncertainty, Correct. and so Brexit uncertainty leads to I want to I want to own physical precious metals because I'm uncertain about the future. Mm-hmm. Playing with fire, and the longer you delay, the more likely it is that there will be no deal. Uncertainty, and of course, that's what we like when it comes to gold and silver. So expect that European pressure to increase the amount of gold buying that's being done, and of course, that translates directly into the facts, Jeremy, which is. Gold is being bought at a more frequent pace in the European Union. So that is something we're watching this week also and expecting to see more of as we progress here. Now, we promised an article, strongest economy ever. Americans receive more in benefits than pay taxes, but we will get to it when we come back. We have to take a quick break, and this is a time for us to say, Call us at one eight seven seven eight silver or go over to the website guildhallwealth.com. There you can find out more about all of the accounts that we offer. If it's just simply taking some product home with you, use the e-store. Buy it online from the comfort of your own home. The pricing is right there. Shipping when you spend a 1000 or more is free. If you want to store it, we can talk about storage. What about the pros and cons? And there really is no cons. It's all pros, but we can talk about that as well. Allocated financing how to leverage up to uh, 80% of your purchase. That's an option too, as far as accounts are concerned. And uh, to put it in your registered account, we're going to have a seminar coming up. So be paying attention to the website. It'll be announced shortly. And that seminar will cover the topics of how to get gold and silver into your RSP TFSAs. So that and much, much more when we come back that article and colored diamonds. You are tuned into The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. I'm your host, Darren Long, and with me today across the desk is Jeremy Wiseman, Vice President of Guildhall Wealth Management. Jeremy, an article, before we get going into that article, a very important phone number, one eight seven seven eight silver That's a number that people can use to call us directly, get the information, or the website, guildhallwealth.com. And the article in this particular segment we were going to touch on was called Strongest Economy Ever with a big question mark. Americans receive more in benefits than pay in taxes. It was by Lance Roberts via realinvestmentadvice.com. We'll throw it into the weekly newsletter. And essentially what this article is highlighting is, you know, basically how on one hand, so much of the media is following this rhetoric about a growing economy, a comfort level that you should have because stock market's at the highest it's ever been. And how could that happen if there wasn't organic growth or if things weren't going well? Unemployment, totally low, no concerns there. How could that happen if the economy wasn't great? And those are a couple of the hallmark ways in which we typically assess an economy. But it's, it's, this, is, this article is about the political spin versus what's actually happening and it's a great pushback article Mm -hmm. on on mainstream media or politicians that are saying everything is great look the the money printing can go on for quite some time and maybe the stock market continues up for quite some time but i don't know if you've noticed darren but a lot of 
a lot of analysts are really surprised at how much the stock market moved this year because I remember in, in December of last year when the stock market tanked, there all the analysts were saying, well, if we could make up half of the losses in 2019, it would be fantastic. And lo and behold, I think all of that debt building and lowering interest rates has pushed the market higher than expected. But this article is great pushback on, well, let's just talk about just how good things are. In fact, what it says here in the article uh, is a number of different quotes about that pushback and about this topic of is it really that great. It starts off by noting a tweet from Donald Trump, the man who is at the very head of the world, basically, insinuating that he is creating the best economy that's ever existed in uh, U.S. history, that unemployment is the lowest it's ever been under any modern day president. And his tweet from July the 31st stating what the market wanted to hear from Jay Powell the head of the Federal Reserve and the Federal Reserve itself was that this was the beginning of a lengthy and aggressive rate cutting cycle, which would keep pace with China, the European Union and other countries around the world. So in one hand, he's saying that things are great. And economically, we know that when things are great, interest rates rise. Interest rate levels during the time that we've been open have gone much, much higher. In fact, they've been as high as 9% in the U.S. But on the other hand, he's saying we should have been more aggressive with lower rate cuts, which is more supportive in a recessionary environment. And so from this which article... Is, which is actually more like at the beginning of a debt cycle. Right. Right. Lowering interest rates or, or, or getting loans out to the public would be the beginning of a debt cycle, not at the end of a debt cycle. And, and the quote says, if it is the strongest economy ever, then why the need for aggressive rate cuts, which are emergency measures? measures to be utilized to offset recessionary conditions. Well, that's because this is an, a mid-cycle correction, Darren. Mm -hmm. You have to understand that we're only mid-cycle. Right. Well, listen, with that little bit of facetiousness in your voice, there is certainly a uh, underlying tone of uncertainty. All the more reason a person needs gold and silver in their portfolio. This goes on to say, while the claims of an exceptionally strong economy rely heavily on historically low unemployment and jobless claim numbers, historically high levels of asset prices and strong consumer spending trends, there's an underlying deterioration that goes unaddressed. For example... While reported unemployment is hitting historically low levels, there is a swelling mass of uncounted individuals that have either given up looking for work or are working multiple part-time jobs. Yeah, welcome to the gig economy. You'll right. never have a career, but you might you might make it as a Uber driver. And they measure which it. is which is not which is not going to get you ahead. And it's not a knock to Uber drivers because no, it's a great it, part-time I mean, job, but it's, it's not, not a get career you ahead. position. It's not going to get you to an advanced position in your life where you can be considered wealthy or you know upper middle class. Uh, the employment to population ratio would still not be at levels from the 1980s if the economy was growing. Yet it is in 1980 levels. And another chart that they put in there specifically points out the employment to population ratio. Now, since the 1980s. The population of the U.S. has grown dramatically, millions and millions, hundreds of millions of people in that country. It's growing big time. But the amount of people, the pure numbers of people employed is still the same as the 1980s. So rather than taking the unemployment figures, this article looks at the, the people, the actual number of full-time jobs and says we're at the 1980 levels, even though the population has exploded. That's right. 
the people that are no longer employed or viably employed or having a part-time job is growing dramatically. Now, in addition to that, in 2018, households received $2.2 trillion in some form of government transfer payments, which was more than $1.7 trillion paid in personal income taxes. That is the whole point of this article, is to say that it is amazing that when you look at the facts, what the picture becomes. It's totally different than what the picture is that they're trying to paint for you by using headlines and media. There is a significant gap in the facts versus the reality. Yeah, if you're if you're giving out 2.2 trillion in handouts, uh, that is a welfare state. That's true. And if you're in a welfare state, you're just staving. You're trying to just stave off the inevitable, which is the collapse. All right, let's get gold and protect ourselves, Jeremy. If we know a recession is going to happen, if you believe it, if you're listening to the show and you think like we do that even a minor recession could occur, gold and silver have proven time and time again historically that they protect and grow your worth wealth during these times of uncertainty. The number to call and get a free information package on gold and silver. One eight seven seven eight silver or our website guildhallwealth.com. This is the Real Money Show. Please stay tuned with Guildhall Wealth Management. You're listening on Global News Radio six forty Toronto. Back with us on the Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. We want to thank you for staying tuned. And Jeremy, this is a interesting moment because, as well as gold and silver, as much as we love them, using that number one eight seven seven eight silver and getting that free investor package, you're going over to the website guildhallwealth.com also gets you information on something else that we love in the hard asset arena, which is natural fancy colored diamonds. Some of the best kept investing secrets in modern time. The wealthy have been doing it for a long time. Royalty has done it. Guildhall just brought it to the mainstream. That's all we've done. It's accessible for every investor. Now, speaking of natural fancy colored diamonds, we have a bit of an article we're going to bring up in a minute about some information on uh, the Argyle pink diamonds. We're watching that closely, but more importantly, you had some fun last evening. We're taping the show on Thursday, hosting a seminar. It was a referral seminar, so somebody's going to benefit if everybody at the seminar decides to go ahead with investments in colored diamonds, which we always love doing with people who want to have referral seminars. And there was some exciting discussion about how passionate people were about the economy and gold and silver, and you got to talk about natural fancy colored diamonds. How did it go? It went really well. Um, the The focus of the discussion was on on the the four C's and myths, right? Because everyone's taught the four C's, but they're not they don't they don't quite understand that when you go into retail, that the retail sector is really only focusing on two of the four C's. So once you understand how all of the four C's interact together. You start to understand what quality is, and then you can make the leap to a, a natural fancy colored diamond. Because, for example, you know, in the white diamond market, it's all about effect. It's a luxury item. It's about effect. There's no point in paying for the premium quality product because even a D internally flawless, albeit expensive, is not going to give you a return in the long term. Mm -hmm. So you're better off to go with the effect of the lower quality right or at least understand that you're going with a slightly lower quality where you're not paying those premiums because what's the point if you're not going to get the gains there's no point paying the premiums now in the in the natural fancy colored diamond market it is worth paying the premiums because that's exactly what's going to get you those returns you want the ultimate diamond that you can get a hold of so let's say if we're looking at a yellow diamond 
we want the strongest color possible. We want the absolute best clarity, which would be internally flawless. We want the best cuts, not just certain shapes, but the, how they're shaped, the best cuts possible. And we draw the limit at one carat. Cannot go below one carat. In a yellow. In a yellow. And um, if you do that, um, you know, I was just referring to the notes quickly from the Fancy Color Research Foundation that in a vivid yellow, for instance, there's less than 100 diamonds a year of that quality that come to market. And even if you were to go down to a VS quality, there's less than 500 a year that come to market. So you take something that rare and stick within the pinnacle of what you can achieve, A, you're going to have a tough time finding the diamond, but B, once you find the diamond, you've got something that is incredibly rare. We're talking less than 50 a year coming to market you've got something that's con continuing to rise in value over time. And that's why this is a best-kept secret. That's why it's an alternative asset to stocks, bonds, real estate. This is real estate in your hand. It's concentrated wealth. But that's one of the reasons why we love it. We can hold the value of a home in the palm of your hands, and that's the beauty of it. a colored diamond. And again, we continue to see this happen time and time uh, with clients who come in here with very little knowledge of that, maybe white diamonds, what you've put on your finger, the sentimental purchases we talk about, and they leave with these colored diamonds, which over 10, 15 years maximize true return and value for the top end of what diamonds are as an investment. Investment-grade colored diamonds there is nothing like it in the world that comes close. It's a very exciting market to be part of. And, you know, we have diamonds that range from a little under 20,000 to as much as a million. Mm -hmm. And it's it's really based on what the client can invest. All of the diamonds are considered investment grade. Well, the Business Times related an article uh, from Bloomberg called this week, Jewelers Already Nostalgic for the End of Pink Diamonds. And really, I thought that that particular headline was very fitting considering we don't give enough credence to that idea that, in fact, it is the end of pink diamonds. Having 10% remaining of an entire basket of pink diamonds around the world, an asset which is already super limited in supply, is going to be devastating. But... For those that buy them, own them, invest in pink diamonds, especially the Argyle Tender Stones, you are going to see a significant jump in value. So when we come back, we're going to spend a few minutes talking about this article, what's happening, who are the jewelers at play here, and what they're saying about the potential price increases on these diamonds. And when we group those in with yellows, we can make a package, Jeremy. Investors that want to try something alternative to other things they've been doing who might already own gold and silver, who've already got registered accounts with gold and silver in it, maybe they want to seek out an alternative asset class like natural fancy colored diamonds where gains sometimes have been more than 20 to 30% per year depending on the type of diamond. Not for everyone, but for those that want to find out more information, you can do so by going over to our website, guildhallwealth.com or calling the number one eight seven seven eight silver where we will give you, free of charge, a package sent right to your door or email inbox on all things natural fancy colored diamonds. We will include information about gold and silver, and you can get that free of charge. You are tuned into The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. Jeremy, our final segment of today's show, let's give out the number one more time, one eight seven seven eight silver the website guildhallwealth.com, two places to go that can get you as much information as you need free of charge. Now, 
in just a couple of minutes, we're actually going to talk about what the Fed in the U.S. can actually do, the central banks can actually do to improve their situation, to walk away from this ease, and it's not good. So let's stay tuned for that. But before we do, we were on the topic of natural fancy colored dimes, in particular, uh, an article that appeared on Bloomberg this week called Jewelers Are Already Nostalgic for the End of Pink Diamonds. It says here in the article, for over 30 years, jeweler John Cadella has been purchasing from Argyle Tenders. This article talks about his experiences, but more importantly, how breathtaking these stones have been for him and how much investment return he has garnered for his clients and this is a guy, obviously, if he's been at every tender, he knows his stuff when it comes to Argyle Pink Diamonds. And he says, now it's getting really close. It's a matter of months. We've seen big increase in demand at the moment. It seems to be just within the beginning of this past couple of years, people are more and more getting in. And the article goes on to say that since it's opened in 1983, the mine has produced more than 865 million carats of diamonds in total. And for the pinks, less than one-tenth of 1% of that 850 million were pink diamonds. And of that, only, only 20% were investment grade of the quality that we carry here at Guildhall. That is an extremely small number of pink diamonds. And throughout this article, they highlight other various bidders, one of which is Rebecca Forster, president of North America at El Rosa PJSC Mines. And she states that in her experience throughout this entire process, the price for pink diamonds that she's owned and controlled, it's risen over 300% in the past decade alone. She says since there is no other equitable sources of pink diamonds, we can expect that after the closure of the Argyle Mine over the next year, the market will face some shortage of pink diamond supplies, which means prices are going much, much higher. As an investor, the perfect setup. What it also means is that wholesalers and retailers aren't going to be able to go to the mine to get the supply. They're going to have to go to the secondary market, which means anybody who owns a natural fancy color diamond, and specifically an argyle pink, becomes the source for new product because the product has essentially gone extinct. And when that happens, like other colors in the past, specifically blue diamonds, the value per carat of those diamonds will rise astronomically. Already, when we started this process back in the early 2000s, Jeremy, a person could buy a pink diamond for around ten to 20000 That same diamond right now, fifty to to 100000 That is happening all over the world, and it's a very quiet, best-kept secret. So as an investor, an opportunity for you to get in. If you want to get in on that, Go over to the website where you'll get some information, guildhallwealth.com, package it together with gold and silver, and ultimately put together the best wealth preservation and wealth growth package that you can. That is something we love to do. And Jeremy, to get through the end of this show this week, I think it's very important to discuss something that we found this week from In Gold We Trust. It's their quarterly report. And it essentially summarizes what we talked about in the show is what can they do now, the federal banks, the central banks of the world, uh, to, to further ease this growing concern of recession. And some of those ideas are. So let's rattle them off. More QE. They can do that. They can go zero or negative interest rates. I think they'll be doing that. They, 
they can do currency wars, cheapen their currency. They can use forward guidance, you know, chomp, chomp, chomp at the at the mic. And uh, they can do hel- helicopter money. In other words, QE for the people. Ooh. Those are the four things, five things that, that are the only options in the, in the central bank toolbox right now. There's no way out of this, my friend. Gold and silver are going way higher in price. If you look at all of these, these options, they're all negative for a dollar. They're all saying, well, we can print money. That's going to be bad for the dollar. We're going to lower interest rates, which is going to be bad for the dollar. We can compete with our currency, literally drop the value of the dollar. We can talk that everything's great, but in the background, we're going to be doing one, two, three, which is all bad for the dollar. Or we can just literally print money, or as you talked about, Darren, in in the segment previous, which is just give benefits to people. Yes. Which is essentially just helicopter money. We're just gonna we're gonna be um, a welfare state. Man, you all go. of it is so bad for the is so bad for dollars. And how can you not in that environment look at something that stores wealth and grows wealth, and that it, and that's nobody else's liability, and that's physical precious metals like gold and silver, and of course natural fancy colored diamonds. We've been on the air since two thousand eight, Jeremy. The price of gold has risen over two hundred percent in that time. Silver over two hundred ten percent. That is the beginning not the end, the beginning of a new market, a bull cycle where you make money. One eight seven seven eight silver the number to call for a free investor kit or guildhallwealth.com, our website. We want to thank you for listening and tuning in to The Real Money Show this week with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.